Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Monday morning episode. You just asked me before we came on there if I'd had a good weekend, Sam, and I, mm. I refuse to divulge that information until mm. we're actually podding. Yeah. It's, uh, it's none of your enough. business until, until we're actually trying to create content. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's all right. Thanks very much. Yeah, really good. I um, I went to see Chic mm. on Friday night at the Newcastle City Hall, which was fucking great. I've loved Chic forever, and uh, I've never seen them live. I think you have uh-huh. before, haven't you? You saw them. I've seen the, them a couple of times live too. Yeah. One of which, well, I saw my festival was kind of good, but the the first time I saw them was absolutely mind blowingly good. Yeah. Mm. They always seem to be on tour or playing dates somewhere. Yeah. But they've they've kind of always given the Northeast a wide berth. Really? For like a decade, yeah. Yeah, because like, uh, at the start of the show, now Rogers is going, give us a shout if this is the first time you've seen us. And fucking everybody went, ah! Gosh, it's thought, the yeah, first time, you div bastard. Yeah, you never bothered coming here before. You. you never fucking come here, have you? Fucking dick. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant, really good. Obviously, there were people standing within my vicinity who annoyed me greatly. This now <laughs> seems to be every gig. There's mm. always some a, a gig cunt. Whether it's someone talking or the other night, it was just some people who were just too pissed and Larry and um, just fucking hurling themselves around. That's what happens, you know, people. Mm. People are people. It's 97%. That's people. It? That's people. People go you. out. They get excited. They start doing things. Yeah. You can try and give them a bit of leeway because obviously no one's been out very much for a year and a half. But even so. I give them five minutes and then I give it some of this. Oi, pack it in. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, you. Yeah, what? <laughs> pack it in, will ya? What? What did you mean? You know what I'm talking about. Pack it in. <laughs> We're Just doing fucking your... stand and watch. Oh, stop all that nonsense. You come here for <laughs> nonsense. On. I came here to watch sheep. I came here to carefully, analytically observe. Yeah. <laughs> Not here to watch. I went to a Tom Jones gig when I was a student. I probably told you this one. I don't, I don't know if we were being ironic or not, because when you're a student, especially a student in the 90s, you you lose sight of irony. Everything you was go, ironic, wasn't it? You go through so many hoops that you don't know if you've doubled back yeah. on yourself. But <laughs> he was playing in Brighton, so we all thought, fuck it, we'll get tickets. And when we went, we thought, because he'd done, you know, he'd, he'd started, I think it was around the time maybe he'd done that thing with Catatonia and... In, 
he was becoming slightly more popular with, with younger people again. So we probably thought he's going to have a big student crowd there. We were the only fucking students there. The rest Ooh. were proper traditional Tom Jones fans from, like, the first time round. A lot of them were, like, fucking yeah. wash and set grannies sort of thing, right? And it was very, like, oh, he's such a nice man. And they were sitting there, and he came out and did it. And we'd all turned up, you know, pissed and whatever. And we all got up when he was doing fucking What's New Pussycat and all of that. It's like dancing. Well, they everyone went mental at us, mate. That was a real proper packet in. And we were all a bit Ooh. like, we were at a concert. And they were like, oi, that's enough of that. That's what someone said to me. Oi. I was like, I'm only dancing. He's dancing. Tom Jones was dancing. Yeah. That's enough of that. Pack it in. You're ruining it for everyone yeah. else. And in the end, they did call over. I mean, my, one friend of mine, Tara, she's like, she is an absolute nightmare. She was then, I'm sure. <laughs> no, and she's like proper, like she's always she'd always cause a scene, and she'll cause mm. a scene. And if someone tells her to pack it, she go, ah, "What's your problem? Why aren't you fucking packing? What are you gonna do yeah. about it?" She's one of those characters. And then the security were going to throw us out. So I know what it's like to be on the receiving end. People telling you to pack it in. But at the same yeah. time, pack it in. I feel like, you know, I feel like a bit of a fun sponge, but then people just generally don't consider other people when they're just being dicks. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old for gigs now. Maybe I've just outgrown. Maybe I should go to classical recitals instead. Although I've got another one lined up this week. I am going to see Genesis. Oh, Maybe yeah. Like, That'll be interesting. I feel, I feel as though I need to see Phil Collins. I've never seen Phil Collins live. Everyone I feel should as though I, need to I haven't seen him, but... Yeah, and he's, he's, uh, his health isn't the greatest. He's not drumming anymore. He's doing the whole gig sitting in uh, a chair at the front of the Lovely. stage. But there's, there's a documentary on Sky Arts about them preparing for this tour, which I think they made over a year ago when mm. the tour was first announced. And Phil's in his chair at the front of the stage uh, with a little table to the side with some water on, maybe mm. some painkillers, I don't know. And um, But it's a swivel chair that he's in so that he can kind of sing to the whole audience. Yeah, that's when they do the fast positions, mate. Yeah, if he does, I don't know. If, I don't know if they let him do any of his solo numbers. Like, but if, they, if he so. does, if he does studio, it's like a an electric sort of power chair, a bit like that one that Davros out off of Doctor Who goes around in, and he starts <laughs> whizzing around. <laughs> like disco lights come on, he just starts whizzing all over the stage, spinning the lot, like Brian Potter in Phoenix Night. Yeah, but to studio. I don't think he's allowed to do Susudio because Tony Banks forbids it. Really? Tony Banks is the beating heart of Genesis. It takes it all incredibly seriously, and I don't think Phil's allowed to do any solo stuff. Really? That's because, a shame. Uh, I love watching documentaries about Genesis because of the dynamic between them. Because obviously Tony Banks and Mike Rutherford are both fucking uh, Posh boys. public school boys, mm. whereas Phil Collins is to, to their comparison he's like a fucking fruit and veg seller from the east yeah. end yeah <laughs> and it when you see the three of them sat together talking that dynamic is always there and it has been obviously for decades and it still is it's just that little bit of noise silence place. collins you horrible little worm <laughs> yeah. you snivelling little shit <laughs> eat fantastic. the apple we've given you and keep your mouth shut 
Well, I can't <laughs> cope with my stuff if I'm eating an apple. You know probably well what I mean, Collins. <laughs> there's, there's a worm in my apple. I don't want to eat it. Oh, you people well, eat worms pretty. all the You're time. You're build it up, you horrible little <laughs> waif. You've got rickets, I shouldn't wonder. <laughs> eat up your apple and you can have a lime afterwards. That'll help you with your rickets. <laughs> and your scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> now, me and Mike, out of Mike and the Mechanics, are going to have a proper luncheon, which Mother okay. m- which mother and Nana have laid on for us. You stay and here we'll and going, eat your worm. And we'll be going grouse shooting afterwards, so we'll be out and until if we hear you time. singing any of your ghastly solo numbers when we are gone, using our equipment, which my father <laughs> paid for, that's Back in our drum kit... And that is our keyboard. And if I hear you playing Susudio or I missed again, then I will be, then you will be ejected. Now you've got your stick and your biscuit tin. You could tap out some rhythms on that and sing along to it. (laughs) But don't use the recording machine. But you won't be able to, will you, Collins? Because your hands are disabled. You've got a withered arm now, haven't you, Philip? Maybe you shouldn't have drunk so much. It's the curse of your class. The underclass gin. Gin, was it? That's probably what did for your grandmother, too. And if you come up with a song, don't use the recording machine because you're not allowed to. You'll have to memorise it if you can. (laughs) You ghastly little monkey. You fucking chimp. Oh, poor Phil Collins. I got oh, a couple man, of gigs coming up in at Christmas time. Uh, as you know, one's Madness, Len's first gig. The other one, band you don't like, the Charlatans. Fucking love the Charlatans, mate. All right, gonna okay. Going to yeah. see them at Brixton. H, H to their own. What was the first one? I missed the first one you said. Madness. Oh, Madness yeah, yeah. and Squeeze. And yeah. Squeeze. Madness and Squeeze. Whoa. But never mind that, mate. Do you want to hear about my weekend? I did something sensational. Um, I went Do I to- get to see a no? No, oh, you're going to have to hear about it. I'm going to... I went to a cracking day out. We've been talking recently about cracking days out. And I yeah. went to a cracking day out at a National Trust site in oh. uh, in Surrey, near Dorking, called Polston Lacey. Polston Good name, Lacey. right? Yeah. I like it. Um, mm. Polston Lacey was... Um, the home in the early... It's a massive fuck-off house, right, with gold ceilings, mm-hmm. fucking four-poster beds, expensive artwork, Chinese vases, the lot, mate. But Ooh. although a lot of it is very old gear, it was actually only done out in the early 1900s by a woman called Mrs. Greville. Now, I don't know what a deal is because I didn't read any of the fucking signs on the wall because that's yeah. boring, right? Um, but... It says when you go in, welcome to Polston Lacey, Mrs. Greville's lavish country escape, right? And mm-hmm. there's a quote from this woman. I think she was a social climber, and she did it out with all this dough. I don't know where she got it from. And the quote was, I want to have a home that's fit to entertain Maharajas. Ooh. Quite good. Wow. Quite a good, good ambition for your home. A good I, but um, I started thinking statements. about that. I said to my missus, do you think our home's fit to entertain Maharajas? And we thought possibly if we have a good tidy up first. What about How many yours? Maharajas, though? How many Maharajas could you fit in your gaff? Well, I'm thinking not loads. I mean, my house is quite small. 
and now I don't have that garden shed set up because of the company going into administration. Right. Yeah, that was so disastrous. That that would have been perfect. I could have said, "Please come through, Maharaja. Come into my garden hub office slash podcast yeah. recording studio. Make yourself Take comfortable." A look around. Yeah. 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 Feel free to record short, something short on my works. microphone. Yeah. But no. All I've got now is a load of metal bolts in the fucking ground. So, yeah, it did intimidate me. Anyway, <laughs> the best thing about Polston Lacey when I was there, right, they had yeah. Dorking Community Orchard were there doing an apple-pressing display. Fucking hell. Yes, mate. It <laughs> Performance apple-pressing. That's it. It was fucking amazing. Here's what happens. That's- they, they, they got a load of... They had all these apples from the nearby orchard, right? Mm-hmm. You could bring your own apples if you fucking want, but I didn't have any. Wow. I got no apples. Can I look at you doing yours instead? Has your I apple got a worm in it? Some. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got a little right. worm in it. Yeah, sorry. How do you know if they got worms in? Do you check them all? Good point, actually. <laughs> anyway, they get a load of apples. They put them through this metal funnel. That pulps them. Or it sort of chops mm. them up, pop, 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 right? And then they're all smashed to fuck. Then they mm-hmm. put them in big fucking buckets, yeah? Bins. Mm-hmm. Then they come over, and this is done by hand, old style. It is a, they, it's a, there's a, met, there's a sort of a wooden square thing. They cover it I, in apple pulp. Yeah. I on. have a question. I have a yeah. question. Do they, uh, do they decor? The apples, do they remove the stalks first? I don't think they do, no. I didn't see just them the do that. Thing. I just right. saw them shovel, and I mean shovel, whole fucking apples, <laughs> loads of them, down into this funnel. Then it had come out right. as pulp, right? Yeah. So, yes, I suppose. But it doesn't matter if the core's in it, actually, because what happens is they've got this huge... It's like a sort of a concertina, right? So it's like a... a um, a wooden square frame with a sort of a mesh in the middle of it. You cover that in apple pulp. Then over mm-hmm. the top of that, you put a muslin cloth, right? Oh. Then, then how, I yearn, how I yearn to feel the touch of a muslin oh, cloth against my face. cloth. And then you put another one on top. Do the same. Repeat. Then you put another one on top. And in the end, there's like fucking eight layers. And the natural weight of all the apple pulp is pressing down, and at the bottom, it all gathers in a reservoir and then starts to st- drip out into into a bucket that you got to collect it. That's just natural right. weight. That's physics making apple juice. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. But then they put a, the final thing on the top of this structure, and they, and they put a big metal handle, and they start to turn the metal handle, which tightens. Now, bear in mind, even the natural weight, of the, all this sandwiched apple pulp is squeezing out a decent few glassfuls of apple, right? But when yeah. they put the handle on and start to screw the top so it starts to really press it, press it, press it. it fucking gushes out, mate. Oh. Pure apple juice. And you know when you buy juice, you're sort of like, yeah, they say it's pure, but fuck that. Imagine the preservatives, the sugar, yeah. the, the mind-bending yeah. government-sponsored chemicals, all this shit. You yeah. never believe it, do you? When they go, oh, it's right, pure. Acid. All that, I've, yeah. I've, I've never believed it, right? Um, yeah, it's exactly. added stuff for your teeth and all that. Magnets for your brain, right? Yeah. But this is the real deal because I saw it from the apple to the thing and they squeeze it and it just comes, it's gushing loads and loads, purest apple Jesus. juice, right? 
And then they decanted it into these bottles and they sold it to us for 250 It was well worth it. But I got to try it for a, a cup, a little cupful for free first. Try before you buy. Try before, may I try before I buy? <laughs> Do you also serve light meals? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you count a fucking apple as a light meal. I do, actually. <laughs> it's just that I had a large breakfast. You'll see. No, I just, I, I, I'm peckish now, but I don't think I have the capacity for a full meal. <laughs> I think if I have a light meal now, that might see me through to the remainder of the day. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, anyway, mate, as you can tell, this fucking apple pressing display by Dorking Community Orchard, it was amazing. It made my day, mate. Your fucking world. I filmed it, and I'm I'm hoping to turn it into a full video, which I will voice over and maybe put out. I might put it out just for Turbo subscribers, because oh, yeah. that is yeah, premium that's... content, mate. I'm not giving yeah. that to the freeloaders. I'm not no. even giving it to Platinum subscribers. That feels like Turbo-level <laughs> content. Why? This is why Turbo exists, exactly, yeah. Yeah, Sam's day so, at an apple-pressing display. <laughs> this this is the it. thing I worry now, because the core and the seeds, or the pips, as mm. I think they're called, they've got to be in there. They're getting crushed as well. There's no pips in the juice. This is pure, clear juice. There are no bits in this juice. The process so the allows for only juice to come out. So if it, if it look put it this way, if there's juice in it, the juice will come out. So if there is juice in a core, even the tiniest trace, don't worry, it's fucking coming out, right? Because I've seen this press and it it will get everything out of it. But if it isn't, it will just be crushed and that's it. You're not going to have any crushed in the final the juice. There is no pit, there is no stalk, and there is no core. Do the pips get filtered through the muslin cloth? Yeah, they that's just how it stay. Works. They said the muslin cloth Stay means behind. that only juice can find its way through. Only right. liquid. Okay. Nothing, nothing solid can find its way through. Not even a wow. tiny bit. Wow. So I you haven't any... got a worry. I've seen it with my mm. own eyes now. And now it's starting to make me think that I will no longer put anything inside my body that I haven't Uh-oh. set eyes upon how it's made. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's the start of a slippery slope. You've already had the vaccine, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, thank God. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. Yeah, no, listen, I'm not talking yeah. about medicines. Although, that said, if there are any, um, if Big Pharma, if we have any listeners who work in Big Pharma, I would, and mm. I don't have an agenda here beyond I'm interested, I would love to go to a massive drug factory, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely, of course. Yeah, I think like, we might be a bit less interesting than apple pressing because probably, all, the, yeah, all the ingredients all are chemicals. all chemicals. Yeah, yeah chemicals like, are quite boring. Here's chemical A and we're Unless there's a chemical B. scientist you know? and he's got all bubbling fucking glass yeah. flasks and Bunsen burners and all yeah. of that. And he's like, and you go, all right, what are you making? He goes, I'm making fucking urethane. Come over here, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> we start off with just normal household apples, right? That's the root of it. <laughs> Some people don't understand. All these chemicals, they say they're artificial, but they're actually, they all start something natural. Yeah. No, I but wouldn't I, do that really. I No, listen. I think, I, I can't speak on behalf of you, but I suspect it's true of you. We're basically up for any factory tour that where there yeah. is shit being made, especially mm. foodstuffs or anything like that, particularly a crisp factory. I would pay. Mm-hmm. I cut. I'd pay almost anything to go to a crisp factory and watch the whole process of crisp being made from beginning to end. I really would. And ditto chocolate, but more crisps actually, because that's more of an interesting thing. There's that show, isn't there? How it's made. I think it's an American show. Right. And it's on Discovery or one of them. But then they've kind of nicked it and they've got Greg Wallace to go into factories. Oh, uh, yeah. And look at stuff yeah. being made. I, I, I mean, preferred that's... it when they just sort of, in when we were kids, they just had these things on play school where you just go, right, look mm-hmm. through the, the round window or whatever. Yeah. And then it, there wouldn't be some presenter fucking trying to liven it all up. Do you, you know what I mean? The banter and everything. Yeah. Oh, the the, the, the presenters just ruin shit. It's just like... Just show us it. Just show us it. You don't need someone to go, yeah, this is why it's good. I'm going to ask some questions. And now I'm going to tell you why it's good. Like, we're not thick. If it's good, you don't need someone there fucking explaining yeah. why it's good. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like, I just want to see it with some maybe with some pleasant music. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As the crisps yeah, go along the conveyor belt. Yeah, that's what it's, I want. It's a fucking it's an observing activity, isn't it? We don't need to fucking be told anything. Um, oh, there just is a, a message is coming from things. someone. Oh, a message is coming from someone. But which episode was it the dogging story? Was that in the tune machine? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Someone's been in touch and just said dogging story was a bit bleak. So if you could just not do that again, Sam, that would be. What the one about Paul Ross or the one about the footballer? I believe I me, if it's Paul... the one about the footballer, I, it gets a lot fucking bleaker than that. It gets so bleak yeah. that I literally can't even tell it on this podcast, which is saying something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no apologies. No, fuck off, yeah. bit bleak. My, what are you my, fucking listening for? Fucking Go and business. fucking <laughs> listen to Shag Married Annoyed. Do you know what I mean? 
This is fucking sick. All we're trying to do is give a fair appraisal of life, right? We're not trying to pretend it's anything that it isn't. Dogging, dogging is something that fucking happens. Yes? It's, so get it's your nut fucking nature. It. It's fucking nature at work, isn't it? You know, you watch documentaries about fucking, in the, in the jungle, animals eating other animals. Yeah. And it's not nice. And you go, you know. But you, when you're watching it, especially if it's on BBC and Attenborough's doing it, you're like, oh, what a wonderful triumph of television. Right? You don't say, oh, that was bleak. You go, oh, did you see it last night? Yeah. It was Attenborough. It was wonderful. And a fucking ant ate another ant's fucking head such, off. Such wonderful. drama, but... Uh, oh, he's such a national watch, treasure. That's nature, I suppose. And we, we, we and then to understand us, it, we must observe it. Us, just because our faces don't fit, yeah? You're like, ugh, how bleak. Yeah, well, yeah. sorry, but... And then just because the, just because we then segue to a story about Paul Ross sucking a block off on a roundabout... That's nature too. On meow, meow, that's nature as well. That's nature too. It's all fucking nature, mate. We're all human and we're all flawed. And, so you know, sometimes... I'm not saying we've all sucked a man off whilst on meow meow on a roundabout, but maybe no. all of us have done, made an equivalent mistake in our lives at some point. Yeah, yeah. Even as long you, as we're all learning from even it. you, whoever you are. Ah. Anyway, I was just going to say I love to watch. I've mentioned him before, but at the moment, me and Len are really into Colin Furs, who's like the very, very popular YouTuber who just makes shit. Um, right. Yeah. You'd probably find him annoying because he's got a wacky right. style that I don't think would s- sit well with you. But he... Um, <laughs> What's he about called? Colin what? Furs, F-U-R-Z. I think it's a Colin Firth. No, I'd like to watch his YouTube channel where he makes shit. But the, he's been going for years. He's got like 11 million subscribers. He must yeah. be minted. But he... Um, he... Uh, as recently doing probably his biggest ever project, which is digging a fucking tunnel, mate. You can Whoa. imagine how me and Len are into this. He's digging What's a he tunnel using? network. Well, he's he's got a bunker in the past. He's always stayed throughout all of this, and I reckon he must be he must have a few mil in the bank. The amount of subscribers he's got, right? Mm. Fuck me though, he works hard for it. He's always making shit. And because uh, most there's a lot of YouTubers who are making a lot of money and their content just involves them sitting in front of their computer. But then they mm. have to go off and edit it and all of that. So it's still work. Whereas he has, he's he built, he's built like fucking jetpacks. He built a whole fucking Star Wars land speeder. I mean, the amount of stuff. The other day he had this amazing thing, right? Which was a belt that he, <laughs> I don't know why he made it, but he's got this belt, right? That he puts around his yeah. waist and dangling from the belt is loads of carving knives, right? And then he presses a button, a remote control button, and the belt starts spinning with all these knives. And then he just fucking holds a fucking cucumber out in front of himself. <laughs> and it just cuts the fucking cucumber to fuck. It's really dangerous. <laughs> but I suppose the thing about YouTube is it's not you're not subject to like Ofcom rules and stuff. So you can be like super dangerous yeah. and he never, he, yeah. he never even bothers going, don't try this at home or anything. Cause he's making mm. the maddest shit, but the, the tunnel, he's got this bunker under his house that he built on another video ages ago. And he's also got yeah. an amazing shed where he does most of his work. And then he's got his house and it's only like a modest house that he stayed in all these years. And, uh, 
he's decided I can't be bothered going outdoors to go between my bunker, my shed and my house. I'm just going to fucking right. build a tunnel. It is. Tunnel it's, a, it's epic, mate. It is, if you're a fan of digging, it's like pornography to me. It's digging porn. So what's, what's his method? What's he, what's he using? Oh, he, he uses loads of... He gets, he get, he's got loads of kit. Loads of kit. Right. Um, he, That's he what like, he's spending his millions on. Yeah, but he also gets, I think... I think some things are sponsored, like this particular project is sponsored by one of these apps that helps you invest in stocks and shares. And then they, yeah. they just, because he's got 11 million things, they just go, look, we'll pay for your thing. Do you know what I mean? And he goes, all yeah. right. But, and then he'll Fair say, right, I need you to get me this gear. But he does do, he doesn't get in a big crew. I think he does legit do it. He's got a mate who sometimes come in, comes in, he never says anything. He's just got this weird bloke who turns up sometimes if he needs someone to like, drive a digger for him or something like that yeah so that's quite entertaining too that he has this silent mate who just turns up in a digger or something he's got this pneumatic <laughs> device that just sort of punches through the clay that you get down to and you've dug a certain amount and you need to start mm. so you dig down and then you start going sideways because he's building effectively a network of tunnels and the pneumatic right. sort of it's like a big pneumatic sort of drill no, not a drill, because it doesn't twirl. It's just like a, it's like a boring bat- mechanism. It's like a battering ram. And it just goes, yeah. and nothing can stop it. And it just slowly pushes through the fucking clay. Right? Where does creates... the clay go? Does the clay come out the back like like an apple press? It, it's, it stops, and you have to, like, scrape it all out. And then right. as you go along, you build just... It takes ages, because you build a few inches in, and then you have to fortify all around it with metal sheets to stop everything mm. falling in on you. So you do like four inches, then build around it with metal. Four inches, then build around it with metal. But he's like building for fucking, you know, 50 metres or yeah. something like that. So it's a long yeah. process, but it's if you love digging, and I hope if yeah. you listen to this podcast and you do love digging, then he's coming as close to what I was trying to achieve as a as a digging fanatic when I was a lad. He's, he's coming the closest to making that a reality. I mean, I don't know if he's... I wouldn't put it past him to try and book, dig to Florida. He, he's a very ambitious guy. I like it. I like it, but it feels a little bit professional. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm more into the grassroots digging scene. Yeah. With a spoon or maybe a trowel, something like that. Yeah. It feels a little bit... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's not the, available uh, to the everyday digger. That's you know true. What I mean? well, he, gets it, he gets it right... But the balance, I think, between you thinking this is really like just one guy and his imagination and, you know, just working shit out as he goes along. But ultimately, yeah, mm. I mean, he gets sponsored. So sometimes he buys stuff. And I think also people give him shit because then it's featured in his videos. So we'll go, oh, this is my new, like, the thing that Len's really into is he's got a, a metal bending machines. So yeah. when you're making something, you need to shape the metal sheets, don't you, and curve it and stuff like that. Yeah, I like, I like that, it, yeah. It, that's really good to watch. He just gets a flat metal sheet, puts it through his thing that looks a bit like, you know how they, what is it, the uh, the thing they used to put in olden days when they were doing their laundry? A mangle. A mangle, yeah. It basically mm. looks like a mangle, but it's for metal, right. a metal mangle, metal. mate. Yeah, fucking, fucking great. So I can really recommend that. And my other recommendation from this weekend, when we got back from the Apple pressing display, was 
we watched Pinocchio, which I probably mentioned before, but I hadn't seen for quite a few years, and then hadn't seen it since he was a little kid. And he asked me the other day who my all-time favourite animated character was in anything. Mm. And I said, well, it's definitely Honest John from Pinocchio, who is the fucking (laughs) (laughs) confidence (laughs) trickster fox who fucking kidnaps Pinocchio not once, but twice, right? (laughs) And uh, Len couldn't remember him, so I just looked up the clips on YouTube, which are the two best bits in the film. And... um, and Len, and it's the bit where he goes, he basically, get, he, Pinocchio's on his first day at school, right? And they, he's been turned into a, like, a living, not living, breathing yet, but he's a puppet that can, he's got, he's got, um, he's sentient, right? Yeah. And, but the silly cunt who built him, the old man, he just sends him straight off to school. He goes, great. All right, brilliant. You're up and about now. You've got a mind of your own. Yeah. He goes, here's an apple. That's all he gives him. Here's an apple. The school's yeah. that way. See you tonight. Right. Well, that's There's it. It's so- like, oh, I'm sick of you getting under my fucking feet. Go to yeah. school. But it's the morning he wakes up, right? And he's just <laughs> like, oh, I see in the night, somehow you have turned into a fucking walking, talking puppet that can that has <laughs> thoughts and emotions. Great. This is great. And he gets all happy. Oh, this is fucking amazing. I'm so happy. I always wanted a son. Anyway, you better go off to school now, cunt. <laughs> right. So he sends him <laughs> off to school. And he's walking off to school, and then Honest John, who is, like I say, my favourite all-time cartoon character, he spots him, and he's thought, aye, aye, there's a fucking walking puppet there. That's got to be worth a few quid. (laughs) (laughs) And he says to his mate, who's this mute cat, Gideon, he goes, there, there'll be a market for him at the circus. He says, just you mark my words. If we could get our hands on that boy, we'll be on Easy Street. He's obsessed with just a fast buck and Easy Street. So anyway, the bit that I played Len, which made us then want to watch the whole film, he goes, where are you off to, my good man? And Pinocchio (laughs) goes, I'm going to school. And he goes, school, hey? So you haven't heard of the easy route to success? (laughs) (laughs) His attitude is... What are you going to school for? You must not have heard that it's possible to have success without an education. You haven't heard of the easy word success. And Pinocchio goes, no, what's that? And Honest John goes, I'm talking about the theatre, my boy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And that's where the classic... I miss that. I miss those times where people could be exploited and used in the circus. Yeah. Or the theatre, you know. There's not much theatre around anymore. So he sells well, um, them to circus, but I won't go into it more because it's so worthy of a deep dive. And what's interesting is, as as you know, I love Snow White. It's one of my favourite ever films. But this was Disney's second film. So Snow White right. was like 38, and it's hilarious, as we covered in our deep dive. But then two years later, they go, and the war's already raging in Europe. That's the bit I couldn't get mm. my nut round. The war's raging in Europe, and Walt Disney's gone, right, we've had... We've fucking had knockout. I've made so much dough out of that fucking Snow White. We'd better make another one. Who's got some ideas? Who's and next? someone's gone, I've got a good one. What about there's an old geezer and he makes a puppet of a boy, but then the puppet comes alive, right? And But then he gets kidnapped <laughs> by some sort of fucking kidnapping ring, right? And sent off to, to some slavery island. 
And he goes, Walt Disney's gone, well, oh, I don't know, feels a bit bleak. A bit like that bloke, it feels a bit bleak for these times. Well, put some songs in, it'll be all right. It'll be fine, I've got this fucking great idea for a fox called Honest John, who's a confidence trickster. <laughs> Honest John, right, his full name, I looked him up. He's a Jay Worthington Foulfellow is his full name. Oh, or, brilliant. Also known as Honest John. <laughs> Fucking superb. And one day we will deep dive it. But yeah. if you've got a spare hour and a half, and especially if you've got a kid of any age, I mean, you know, mm. Len's really too old for it, but luckily he gets how funny and mental it is, right? Mm. Um, he, he was up for it. And I can honestly say, I mean, you can waste so much time watching shit films because most films are shit. Just yeah. fucking watch Pinocchio Keep an eye out for Honest John, Jay Worthington Fowlfellow, and you will not regret it. It is like I was in tears of laughter watching it yesterday. Well, I mean, the, the Sir Alf Ramsey Odyssey is coming to an end soon, I, I feel. Mm. I feel that's run out of steam. So um, it could be could be Pinocchio next. But, uh, honestly, it's, it is rich. I mean, and I'm just talking, my favourite bit is, is Honest John, but... All the way through, there is it's just non-stop. It's a non-stop roller coaster of fucking insanity. And I keep thinking to myself, I don't know why, but I keep thinking, it's 1940. Like, the Nazi yeah. war machine is raging through Europe. And yet, over in fucking Hollywood, Walt Disney has gone, I've got a fucking great idea for a film. This will cheer cons up. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's literally about child face. slavery. That's what it's about. It's fucking bananas. Yeah, we'll get into it. Um, mm. That's it from this one. Unless there's anything else you want to add? No, have we done the predictions? Uh, just going to do that. Yeah, you got four points. I got two points. Results Bot got four points as well. So How did Sunderland get on? Sorry, average. I forgot to check. Uh, we won 1 0. We won 1 0. Oh. So we're second in the table. And of course, you won at the, the last minute. I predicted 1 1, so I got fucked over by West Ham this week. You got I fucked over by three, last two. week. I so. knew we'd win by the odd goal, but yeah, could have been for you. It was a so cracking game, but it was fucking end to end. Leeds are fucking mental, mate. When you play Leeds, it's insane. We scored in the last minute because they just had all of their. It was one all. I mean, you know, respect the point. I'd have been happy with the point. Mm. They fucking just throw everyone no. up front, even in Go the last it. minute. Bills is like fucking <laughs> everyone forward, and they go, but plus, <laughs> it's not the cup final. Everyone. Yeah. Come on, motherfuckers. Even the keeper. Yeah, that's what it's like. It must be really exciting supporting Leeds. But also heartbreaking. All right, then. We're back throughout the week with all the usual stuff. Um, If you are thinking about subscribing to IFS Turbo, you've got till the end of the month if you want to get the badge. Go for it now. Get your badge. The badges are being hand-produced now en masse in our factory. Mm. And um, it's really going to be quite and life enhancing. We, we will be in touch. We will be in touch for your details. Yeah. Do not send us your details until you are asked for them. If you've sent them already, it doesn't count. We'll have deleted that. You just have to wait until we give you the si- on, on my signal. Unleash hell. Calm your fucking tits, basically. All right. Thanks very much. Goodbye. All the best, lesbians.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.